welcome to the Breaking 90 podcast, where we talk about all things sustainable fat loss. We take people on 90-day journeys to creating fat loss forever. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoy the episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Breaking 90 podcast. I'm your host, Jerrica Rydell, with my amazing co-host, Coach Kelly, and we are two of the coaches of Breaking 90 Fitness. Welcome back, everyone. How are you doing, Kelly? I'm doing well. How are you, Jerrica? Things are good. Keep them busy. Yeah. Nicer weather has officially hit our area. For those good. that are listening from all over, um, it feels so good to see the sunshine. Yeah, we need that for sure. I, I, I don't know if you do this, but I officially took the rollerblades out. Ooh. <laughs> I don't know if this is something you partake in, but I'm a big advocate for rollerblading. <laughs> It's such a good workout and it's so much more fun. And um, so I've been kind of researching places in my new city to, to get the rollerblades out. That's awesome. That's like really great for brain mapping too. Like you're creating new neural pathways each time you're figuring out a new map, essentially. Yeah. That's yeah. amazing. Uh, I'm happy for you. It's a lot of fun. And it's, it's a way that I can enjoy outdoors while changing up other than just getting a walk in. Yeah. Right. And, and we always talk about how amazing walking is and, and I'm a huge proponent on and getting out and walking, but it's, it's just as amazing and, and rollerblading changes it up. You can actually see more in a shorter period of time, which yeah. I love. And the dog gets to run beside me. So I'm kind of killing two birds with one stone here. <laughs> uh, that's wonderful. Good for you. Yeah. Awesome. What do you have for us today, Kelly? Well, I would love to pick your brain and I was thinking it might be really handy to chat about the essentials of creating a gym routine. And I thought maybe at different points in the show, we could take it, you know, in the direction of a home gym. Um, and also for people who are just wanting to get started with a gym routine, you know, out in a different location, um, both would be really beneficial because obviously we have more accessibility at, uh, you know, a local gym versus when we're at home. Um, and I know that you've got just a fountain of knowledge. So is this okay today? Absolutely. So cool. there's a couple different things. I think before we even get into um, the essentials for home versus, um, I guess, an industrial or an actual gym, just looking at what you have at home, what you have on yourself. So I'm just meaning like your, your accessories, your shoes, your clothing, things like that. And I want to touch on that because I think this gets um, kind of brought up, like you, you need these shoes or you need this, this, you don't need any of that. In my opinion, mm -hmm. um, you need loose or comfortable fitting clothing. And I think this is, again, people, this is something, a barrier that almost holds people back from getting into a routine. Cause they're like, well, I don't have what all the social media people are posting. I don't have the nice gym clothing. I don't have the tight Lululemon leggings, or I don't have the best cross trainer shoes. You don't need any of those, in my opinion. Honestly, people work out bare feet, and I think there's an incredible amount of benefits to working out with no shoes. And people work out in their pajamas because they roll out of bed, and, and that just seems doable for them, and, and it saves time. So well, before we even start, I'm going to say you literally need nothing to start a gym routine, in my opinion. Um, but there's reasons when we should acquire those extra things, depending on what our goals are. Okay. This is a big thank you because if listeners um, aren't really putting the pieces together, I, I want to sort it out and, and spell it out. You've just removed so many obstacles to people just beginning, right? So if this was a mental block that we had or a belief system that was in place, you just went, nope, start from scratch. 
Um, Absolutely. First and foremost, making, making things accessible is the first step. Yeah. And, you know, I would say if you have hard flooring in your whole house, well, then I'd say maybe let's grab a towel or a yoga mat like that. Those are things that, and then we'll get into that when it comes to a home gym that will help you, but do you need them? No. So let's just kind of reiterate that we need our bodies and that is it right to get moving. Now we'll take it to a home gym direction. So if we're going to be planning to work out from home, we're just getting started. We're beginners. Um, a great place to start is body weight exercises, right? We don't need to, again, to go out purchasing the very expensive gym equipment because of the last two years, how expensive yeah. everything has gotten. So starting with body weight is going to be a big enough stimulus for you because you because we're beginner, right? We haven't been doing anything. So right. just using your own body weight will elicit a big enough response off the hop for sure. So finding a space, you don't need much space, really. I always say if you lie down on the floor um, in both directions, that's kind of as much space as you need. So if you're lying on your back, horizontal, vertical, take that square. That's all we need to, to get moving. That allows you to do a plank. Really, yeah. that's kind of the distance you need. And then um, from there, we can work with, with the space. So not much space. Um, you need a corner in your house. You need your body. And then, um, like I said, if you have hardwood floors, I'd recommend something like a yoga mat. That's, that's where I would start when it comes to a home gym. Now, if you don't have a coach, I'm not sure, Kelly, if you wanted to take this in this direction, but if you don't have a coach and you're like, where do I start in terms of creating a plan from home? Um, I always like to keep it really simple uh, when we're first getting started. So picking if you only have, let's say 10 minutes, 20 minutes, right? This is another barrier, right? It's time mm -hmm. when, when it comes to starting out these, these workout programs from home or anything, we always think, oh, I don't have the time. Um, 10 minutes, really, it's a great place to start working up maybe to 20 minutes a day or three times a week, three times a week. And we can get into those. We've done those details in another podcast, but yeah. um, when it's new, just pick a body, a body weight exercise for your legs. Pick a body weight exercise for your upper body, maybe for your core. And if you want to get your heart rate up, pick one for like uh, your cardio and throw it into a circuit and just get your body moving because A, we're just starting out. It's not necessary um, to focus right off the hop on getting as insanely strong as we need to be, or it's just about moving our bodies and that, and that's going to elicit the big, a big enough response for you. Very cool. I, um, I think about taking this even into uh, a workspace. You're talking about needing so little space and just body body weight to work with. Um, I can think of three exercises that you've talked about and do them behind a desk. No one would even Definitely. know that you've snuck in a 10 minute, <laughs> you know, workout session for yourself. It's so true. I actually, one of our clients, uh, Breaking 90, had one day sent me a screenshot and the the office chair was moved and that's exactly what she was doing. Just doing body weight squats behind her desk between awesome. meetings. And I thought that was the coolest thing because when it comes to starting out, um, that's all you need really. And not even if you're just a beginner, um, I'm currently stuck at home due to some sickness reasons. So I can't get to my usual gym routine. So I have nothing at home in terms of equipment. I'm someone who's been working out for years and years. 
it doesn't matter doing those i took a square in my office and I, and i did something right we always talk about our our b90 principles is something is better than nothing and that's a great place to start wicked i love that awesome um when it comes to starting out an actual gym I would recommend getting a pair of shoes. <laughs> they yeah. typically require, don't <laughs> yeah, don't let you without <laughs> shoes. Um, and you really don't need much more. I recommend bringing a towel um, and going in with some type of plan. Um, again, if you don't have a coach, there's an endless supply of free plans online. Um, you type in the word beginner. Do I typically say, do I typically recommend that for everyone? No, because we don't, I don't believe in a one size fits all approach. However, if that's what you have access to and you don't have the means to, you know, to hire a coach or then it's again, something is better than nothing. Prioritize form over anything, mm. right? And when you're just getting started, you never want to necessarily start doing something that's going to hurt yourself because that's going to set you back. Slow things down, whether you're working out from home, whether you're working at an actual gym, don't uh, think, okay, I have to get as much done as possible in X amount of time, because that's a really common thing we'll see is I only have 10 minutes, let's burn the most amount of calories. Yeah. That's not the reason we're doing this. And it shouldn't be the reason that we're necessarily doing this. It's, it's to get our bodies moving and to build strength or whatever your goal is in that, in that context. But um, just focus on form slow things down. That's my biggest recommendation um, as a beginner essential when heading into the gym, because there are so many odd looking structures in the gym and you might not know what they do and we don't want them to hurt you. I want to go into that for just a second before okay. you move on. Um, sure. one, of, one of my kind of follow-up questions was going to be, if I'm signing up for a gym membership and I don't have the money to pay for a coach in the gym, would you recommend going in and trying out the machines or would you recommend going in and actually just starting with the free weights and focusing on form like you talked about? Is there a better way to approach it? Not necessarily. Everyone has different, like I think they both have a great place um, depending on what you're into. Now, as a beginner, um, a very much beginner, the, the machines are great because they don't require, um, they, they, they have a picture and they tell you exactly what muscle it's working, um, how to do it. Um, so they don't require as much um, of a, I guess, of a worry and concern about if you might get injured. So I think they're a great place to start in terms of just getting the muscles activated and, and I'd also recommend asking anyone that's working um, at the gym as well, how to use them. Free weights also have a really great place. They typically require more stabilizing muscles. So you might get a little bit of a different type of workout just because not only if you're doing a bicep curl with a free weight, but it's requiring a little bit more muscles to help stabilize because there's no specific track that that dumbbell's moving in. Um, so they definitely have a place and they're both beneficial. I don't necessarily I would necessarily push you towards one or the other but if you are if you have no clue in terms of form I would probably say just go around and try out the equipment because again it's uh, the machines because they're probably less likely to injure you in that in that context cool that's very helpful thank you awesome awesome so that's my I'm not sure where I was taking that but yeah that's my first step when it comes to an actual gym is slow it down form comes first now, um, like you mentioned, just maybe your first couple of days, just, just try things out, get comfortable with the environment. It is 
um, definitely a different environment than working from home. So just kind of see where everything is, accustom yourself. And then um, I would start to try to go in with a plan. Um, if we are looking to strength train, then make sure we are resting after we lift. And we've talked about this in previous podcasts, right? We, we lift the weights and then we make sure that we're resting afterwards because we're trying to build strength. If our goal is to increase our cardiovascular aspects, then making sure that we're hopping on either a machine or getting our heart rates up. So trying to go in with a goal um, can help things out immensely and reaching out to someone um, if you have any questions. And that's honestly what we're here for. That's wicked. So, okay. I'd like to ask another question then. For sure. I know this is going to vary depending on people's fitness levels and also their, you know, history with working out. Um, if I'm going to the gym for the first time, this is something that I'm, you know, it's a goal of mine and I want to try something brand new. Would you recommend going for a shorter period of time or would you say, you know, commit to 30 minutes, commit to an hour? How should I approach that first session? I, I love that you asked that question. I think for the first session or first few sessions, um, less is actually more. Um, when it comes to these, because our, this is a brand new stimulus for our body. And I think when you're there, you might have a little bit of adrenaline and you might think, oh, I can, I'm going to do an hour because that's what the social, that's what social media, that's what my, everyone's telling me to do. Um, but when we're starting out 10 minutes, 20 minutes might be enough for you. Um, because again, it's a new stimulus. So less is definitely more. If you're going in thinking I can do 60, let's go to 30. Right. If you're going and saying I can do 30, maybe let's do 20. Um, just because I don't want you getting so sore and uncomfortable that you can't come back. Even if this is even this is from home, either way, yeah. that you can't return to exercise for five days from now. Right. Because again, you're hurting yourself more than you're helping yourself in this situation. So doing a little bit less so that you're not as uncomfortable and not as sore, so that you can get back into routine tomorrow or the next day will elicit more consistency over the course of months, a couple months, years, right? And you'll see more results in that context versus working out once every five days because we can't walk. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <In> there. <laughs> yes. We've all definitely been there. So speaking from experience, uh, definitely pull it back, pull it back until you learn, um, until you learn about your body. Right. And that's most importantly, what you're going to learn from this is, is a large amount about what your body can tolerate. Um, Maybe you can definitely lift more on your legs, but maybe your upper body gets more sore. So take, take some time to figure out how you respond because it will be different than the person beside you. Mm -hmm. I love that. And I, I appreciate very much that you mentioned one of our core principles, which is something over nothing. And I, I also want to touch on the all or nothing mindset that we usually get into because um, the two go hand in hand. If you are someone who thinks, well, I have to drive 20 minutes to the gym, so I have to make this time worth it, right? You know, I'm going out and I want to make it worth my drive or worth my time. That all or nothing mindset of it has to be an hour or it has to be half an hour could actually run you into trouble if Jerica's, you know, saying um, you can't return for four or five days. <laughs> it's really not worth your time at that point. And then it's also not worth your membership or your money if you can't go back and actually get a month's worth of good workouts, right? You're paying to recover at this point. Absolutely. And the only thing I would say if you're in that position where you are traveling distance and you want to um, just have some time to yourself maybe that hour is important to you 
then spend some time focusing. When we mentioned this in previous podcasts, focus on your warm up, right? Just give yourself a good 15 minute walk if you want on the treadmill, mm-hmm. right? Get your mind in the right headspace, pick your favorite song, walk for a bit, warm the body up gradually and then do your workout and then maybe devote a significant amount of time to stretching and working on your mobility, right? Those things can create an hour workout. The the portion that I'm talking about is the portion that's going to make you feel sore and immobile. That's probably the first couple of times we start working out and that's kind of lifting heavy and, and doing your strength training. So just be, be mindful of that. I'm not saying um, not to do an hour if you're a beginner, because that, that can be great for you and that might be important to have that time but just again make sure you're you're not pushing at a hundred percent for the full hour when we're first starting right which touches on our other core principle of uh, consistency over intensity <laughs> absolutely consistency is absolutely key that's awesome love it anything else Any you other... know about starters i'm trying to think oh a big one that i want to talk about is water have a water mm-hmm. bottle um, with you I think this is something that people often forget or, you know, they'll say, oh, I'll just use the fountain at the gym, but we lose a significant amount. Well, typically we sweat quite a bit and we're losing a lot of water um, as we're exercising. So making sure that we're replenishing uh, as we work out can help, geez, it can help our soreness. It can help the way we feel after a workout. Um, So that's just really important. I just don't want us to forget Mm. about that. Um, another thing I'd like to touch on is not falling into the um, I need supplements mentality because that's a big thing that we see um, all over telling us to buy X, Y, and Z because when we're starting out, it'll help us. You need water, really. <laughs> maybe maybe a coffee to get there. Um, those supplements aren't going to help you um, necessarily. At the, I mean, there might be a select few that have some some great studies to support them. But when we're first starting out, goal is to get moving. Goal is consistency and rehydration. I love it. So you're making it that much more accessible if I don't have to spend <laughs> on supplements. Exactly. Exactly. Wow. It's really, I'm really glad you brought up this topic because the more I think about it, the more we see so many obstacles that the kind of seem to be presenting themselves based on just what's out there in, in social media, but really it's as simple as, you know, picking four exercises and maybe repeating it for four sets and starting there. So um, if anyone has any questions, that's something anyone that's listening can definitely reach out to me at any time. Well, hang on just a sec. You're bringing up something else that I'm really enjoying. And that is to stick to a routine for potentially a couple of weeks at a time. And I know I'm going to mix a couple kind of concepts here. I know for myself, when I first started going to a gym, uh, people walk very confidently. People look like they know what they're doing. And it can be quite intimidating when you know very well that you don't know what you're doing. And so it's like, well, I've got, I've got to be creative. I've got to, you know, use different machines. I've got to be moving around the gym. Like most people are to, you know, to different areas and different uh, activities. And you're actually saying, pick a routine and stick to it for a bit. Can you talk to us about the benefits of why we would want to do that? Absolutely. Um, This is kind of going to go a little bit on the other side of what I said at the beginning of this podcast, which is primarily when you're starting out, I just want you to move. So I don't necessarily care if it means, you know, today you're doing this, but tomorrow you're doing this or next week, it's totally different. Um, but once you get comfortable, whether that be in a couple 
different days and, and you're starting to feel comfortable in this routine, then yes, incorporating something that's consistent and you're doing the same thing over and over again will elicit a better response. Now I'll, I'll dig into this a bit more. So like I said, picking, let's say four exercises, five maybe when you're starting out, four is great. And when you say I'm going to the gym on a Monday and I want to do these four exercises, I repeat them maybe three times and that's my routine. I'm doing them again next week as the same routine. It's important that we see progression. So Kelly, maybe you're doing a bicep curl this week, my first day in the gym. I'm doing five pounds. I'm feeling good. I'm starting to feel a burn. Amazing. I got to 10 reps. This is just an example. Now, next week, when you come back, maybe you're going to push with the same weight for 12 reps. Mm -hmm. That's progression. Or maybe that five pounds, well, you could probably do eight. So maybe you're going to push eight pounds for the same number of reps. That's progression. And that's how we see that progress over time. And that's why it's important to repeat. The, some of the best athletes in the world have the most boring workout programs in terms of repetition. They do the same exercises over and over again. There's nothing to say that your accessory stuff can't be fun and can't be different. Right. Mm -hmm. But your main lifts, if strength training is our long term building strength is our long term goal, then yes, it is going to be a little bit monotonous and a little bit boring in terms of seeing the same exercises. That's cool. I really appreciate that information because I know that I, prior to ever hiring a coach, I would think like something's wrong with me. My workouts are boring. I don't know enough. And it was like I, just pointing a finger and faulting myself instead of understanding, no, this is actually great look for these signs or set these goals of progression and focus on that. I would have probably been more invigorated by the, by what I was doing. Absolutely. And, and I mean, for people who go to these gyms and look around and seeing so many different people doing so many different things, yeah. there's a million different types of routines out there, right? Some, someone might be doing an upper body day and a lower body day and switching those. Someone might be doing a full body day. There's so many types of routines that will elicit positive progress. So that's why we always say the one size doesn't fit all. Everyone finds something that works for them, right? You might be someone who gets a little bit bored with just doing upper body. So you might wanna do a full body day and, and that might keep you consistent and coming back because you like doing it. If you like doing it and we're seeing progress, great. Yeah. Right, if we're amazing. seeing the progress, whether that's our strength goals or, or what have you. but. That's, that's the biggest point I want to make for sure. Excellent. You did a great job with this topic. <laughs> awesome. I kind of, it kind of went all over, but I think that's kind of it's good. Um, a good, yeah. I think people will benefit from that. Yeah. These are the questions that people are wondering when they're trying to get started and they are the questions they don't necessarily know to anticipate. They just come up as they're beginning. Um, so I think you've done them a great, a great service. Excellent. Awesome. Kelly. Um, cool. I guess it's me leaving the tip today. This is um, something that I've been doing actually, since this is kind of, I guess, an anecdote of myself. I've been, I'm someone who eats eggs basically every morning for breakfast. Um, and I started incorporating veggies into my eggs. And I know most people will do like the spinach and everything, but I started actually throwing in like cabbage and broccoli and more um, fibrous dense um, vegetables. And the, um, the significant change of how much more full I am, because we know that fiber keeps us full longer, is crazy. So just, my tip would be to try incorporating more fibrous foods into your breakfast. 
Um, especially if you're someone who has eggs, I find it delicious and it keeps me full much longer. Awesome. Cool. And that's everything you have for today. So thanks for listening, everyone. And if you have any questions, you'd like to ask myself or Coach Kelly anything, or you just like to rate below, please comment, post, share with your friends, and we will see you next week. Thank you.